Do you know that the unemployment rate in Nigeria is rising geometrically as the population increases? Unconfirmed statistics has it that thousands of graduates pass through the mandatory National Youth Service Scheme every year without the hope of getting a job after the exercise. Welcome to Career and Employability Talk with Shegun Akiode. Welcome to another interesting time of Career and Employability Talk. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be sharing snippets from my radio interview. Actually, stood in for a friend that was invited for a radio show on Unilag FM. And we spoke about securing and sustaining your career as an employee. So I'm going to be sharing it over the course of three different episodes. It's actually a 45-minute interview, which if I'm going to put it in a single podcast episode, would be very long. So I've decided to break it into 15 minutes each. So today, you're going to be listening to part two of securing and sustaining your career as an employee it was a beautiful interesting uh, radio show so i'll enjoy yourself the next few minutes um you'll be getting into the full gist of the radio interview enjoy Welcome back. If you're, join, if you're just joining us, you're live on Sustain Assured with Deborah, your one educative program that empowers us for a brighter tomorrow. Today, we're talking about securing and sustaining your career as an employee. Our guest today is Mr. Shego, and with me in the studio is Titi. She has been standing cool, and then she has been wondering, is what this talk about from Mr. Shego, is it really true? Okay, I want to hear from you. Yeah, we would like to hear from our listener. Yes, yeah, so, I would um, like to hear from you. Because many Nigerians would not, um, agree might not agree, agree, yes, with you. I mean, how can you tell me? I've been... That's why do we have so many unemployed youth. graduates? And, yes. Uh, and then here you are telling me is this it's easy. easy to get a job. Please, oh, I want to hear from so you. So just call us up, 08139544254. 08139544254. Or 01291 Please, let's hear from you. If you think he's, you know, if you totally agree with him, let me hear from you. If you don't... You could, you could even have questions. Yes, you, you could, could have questions. Yeah. All right. So let's keep going. And now let's look at our CVs. Um, possibly, I don't know, but um, maybe could be reasons why some jobs are not easily gotten. When people submit their applications, what do employers look for in terms of their CV? Okay. Um, let me start off by saying a CV is a value proposition. Uh, it's I want you to see it like a marketing document. Uh, so, if in the first, I usually we call something the 30 seconds recruiter check or the RM manager check. If you send your CV to an employer, usually that employer is not directly recruiting. So, if it's directly from them, we call it the RM manager or the HR manager or the recruitment team for them. But most of the time, they go through recruiters or recruitment agencies. Now, when you send in your CV, uh, the first 30 seconds is like a glance on that CV. Now, that CV must be able to stand out in 30 seconds to tell me whether it has what I need or not. Don't forget, there is a job advert. There's a requirement required in that job. And most of the time, the reason why individuals' CV get trashed or not looked at the second time is because it's too general or generic. Now, I would not say the cause of this but you see today, you're checking CVs and you're seeing the same format. They start up with their name, 
and they go ahead to give you one long career objective that they cannot remember that they want to add to the organization they want to do xyz and you ask them in an interview what's your career objective and they go blank because maybe somebody just copied it. No, the business center person helps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what we're talking CV. about starting at your CV. I need to see your name on your first page. I need to see if you have a, if you're a fresh graduate. I need to see a career objective. A career objective is as simple as I am a fresh economics graduate looking for a job in human resources. Simple, such that when they wake you up, you can tell me your career objective. Not the business center type that says I want I'm looking for an organization where I can develop my talent mm, where I can do, do team this work. teamwork team building <laughs> you even tell them tell me about my yourself I'm a diligent cheerful sorry do I see diligence from your face or from or from your CV <laughs> so me, those things is as simple I will use the word I'm telling you is as simple as this because that's what stands you out so if I'm going through a pool of CV and I see somebody just having a one-liner career objective that stands out graduate economics wants to chase a career in HR and I'm looking for an HR assistant role that jumps to me first before the other duplicate types then the next thing your fresh graduate your most important thing is your education you've not done much work experience so you have an educational section and not this funny practice of having school attended education attended till date <laughs> you now have your school. You start from your pre-nursery. I start type bringing it out onto when we have like five lines to your university. You now start your your qualifications attended to your date and start first school first school living certificate. certificate. That's wrong. Simple educational qualification. University of Lagos, BSc Sociology. Put your grade if it's sellable. If your grade will help you out. Mm. Even if you have a tutu, there are interesting ways or creative ways of putting it. Second class. No need to put no, upper, upper or lower. lower. Right? That's creative ways. The important thing your CV should do is to get you the interview opportunity. If you don't get that interview opportunity, you're not going to convince me that you can do the job. Because you don't even get the opportunity to come out. So when you now get into the interview, and you now impress me so much, and I ask you, what exactly was your grade? And you tell me it's a third class. You've already created an impression on me. I'll say it doesn't matter. Except if it's so much of a serious policy that they cannot employ. There are some organizations like that. There are some grades they will not employ. Mm-hmm. So your CV should be able to stand you out in 30 seconds. Then if it's educational qualification for fresh grads, what about your volunteering experience? It's strange when you talk to a fresh graduate and you say, throughout your four year in the university you were not part of any extracurricular activity your department were you part of any association no your religious body were you part of any they tell you no in your hostel were you part of any say no, no. and you're wondering then what did you do triangular student school <laughs> library lecture room and hostel so there are a lot of extracurricular activities actually it means you have leadership skills you don't need to tell me you have leadership skills. Show me. So when I'm looking through your CV, I want to see what can you show me. And it's not as difficult as it looks. But I would tell you that the very first CV I had to craft myself was by virtue of reading a lot of things online, offline, and coming out to say, I want to present a chemical engineer 
to be suited for an HR opportunity. So what were the things I put in those CV? My, I was very useful in school. So I was part of a lot of extracurricular, both religious and departmental. I just put it there. I led my department at, at this level. They were able to achieve this X number of results. I was part of a group. So I put in, I was able to lead a religious opportunity. Um, uh, there was a particular time I organized a camp in also retreat for like a couple of three days and like we had like 200 people in attendance now you're reading that and you begin to say wow how did this guy do this so it's beginning to tell you what i am able to do and usually your cv is a predictor to say what i've done before i can do again because that's what the employer is looking for at the point of the interview that's what they want to check out what has this guy done before that gives us a prediction that you can do it again. That's exactly what they're looking for. So if you are not able to show me a situation where you're able to achieve a tax, to achieve a particular result, then I'm not, we call it a star model in nature. What's the situation? What's the tax? What was the action you took? What was the result? If you're unable to show me that in your CV, creatively, I'm likely to trash it. So, these are critical things which are important. So, you tell me you're applying for a job. Your CV must be suited to that job. i just give you an example of somebody saying he wants to do an HR role and he's applying for an HR position. And somebody else that say he's looking for an organization that can help him. Mm-hmm. He's not willing to help the organization, but an organization I can add value to. But you have not shown me how. So, your, your CV should be able to give me your roadmap. How are you going to add the value? It's not enough saying teamwork. Show me teamwork. You are part of a group. That's enough. I'm a good communicator. Don't just say that. Tell me when you use your presentation skills to do something wonderful. Then when I come, when I go to the interview, I will ask you for that. Okay, can you tell me what happened at that point? Organizations are going away from the usual ways of asking questions. So they tell you, tell me a situation whereby you demonstrated teamwork. Hmm. So if you don't have the example, I'm sure you have nothing to say. So, in a, in a, just like trying to summarize, your CV it should not be an obituary. Oh, <laughs> It should not be dead. Please. It should be life. So, don't, oh. don't send a CV obituary that tells you everything you have done in your life. When you could as well, just the example of schools attended to your date and qualification. Where you could have education, University of Lagos, BSc Sociology, first class or second class. If you're, you don't have a two, if you have a two, two, just put second class. You don't need to put it lower if it's not going to sell you. So okay. your CV is a marketing. Okay, that means um, CVs are arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People pick it at that point. No, let's not look at it that way. It's, it's, it's just figuratively. It's not it's nothing taken in its perfect form. Okay, so would, we would like you, not today, to tell us more on how to write a better CV. Okay, to make us sellable to organization. Okay, if you're just joining us, you're still live on to stay in a show with Deborah. Still talking with a HR practitioner who's been practicing for over for about eight, eight years, years now. Okay. He's been practicing for about eight years now. And then he has gained lots of experience, you know, from just this lead to discussion we have i've actually picked some you know i'm just not going to talk about it but maybe later on okay so you can be part of this program by calling us up on 
0823-954-4254 Well, now let's talk about um, educational grade. Now, a person's educational grade, as we have um, talked about it, does it really make a person employable? Does it sell a person? Um, I'll use the word yes and no. Okay. No, my use of the word yes and no is just so that you know that it's a function of perspective, okay. how you see it. Now, I'm looking for a geology graduate, geology, and you're applying for a geophysist opening, Definitely, yo, I will need to see that you did exactly what I'm looking for. You read accounting, and I'm looking for an accountant. Definitely, I want to match that together, and I want to go a step further to see, do you have ICANN? Are you chartered or not? What stage have you started? I'm looking for an HR person. I want to know if there's a correlation. At that point, there are some jobs that your qualification gives you an edge over. But today in the world of work, we're beginning to see a change of perspective where we have, we've seen a lot of people that studied courses in university and currently doing something else. So at that point, it does not become the real match we're looking for. It now becomes what are the transferable skills. Now, I gave you an example of re- reading chemical engineering doing HR. What I was able to bring into HR are my transferable skills from my education as a chemical engineer. Analytical skills that gave me my level of calculation gave me opportunity to do a part of HR that most other HR people will have normally looked. That's in terms of compensation and benefit. It's a pure calculation. How salaries are calculated. Now that's a transferable skills I was bringing from chemical engineering. So when you're looking at your course of study and the job you're trying to do, there can be transferable skills you bring into it. Side to it is your grade that you had a first class. Don't you? Qualified. 100% qualified, qualified for a job. Sure. Now, we now have to look at what we call how are you able, what's your social skills like? We have a lot, we, there's usually this normal practice that first class people are Anti-social. geeks. <laughs> you understand? So, I don't like, most of them are lone rangers. They don't necessarily like being in people's company. They want to keep to themselves. They want to read. Now, if you come to the workplace, at the point of the interview, such would flag off because from the point of you sitting in the interview room and you're not talking to anybody you're just keeping to yourself unfortunately uh, there are interesting ways which organizations tend to get that now don't be surprised when you get into the room there may be a camera somewhere watching what all of you are doing don't be surprised that somebody that is going to interview you may be seated with you we call them scenarios you can just create, will not tell you so the, the guy that is going to interview or part of the interview panel may be seated as somebody that is also trying to do the interview. So at that point, I'm watching you. I'm trying to... Ch- I'm even intentionally start up a conversation and see who adds to the conversation. So if you're all about books alone and you don't know about emotional intelligence, about relating with people, your social skills, then you're beginning to go off tangent even things that make you employable. Because being employable has to do with employability skills. Skills that make you suitable to be able to get a job and be maintaining a job. I just gave you an example. Analytical skill is one of it. Communication skill is another. Both verbal and non-verbal. When we're talking about 
your technology skills is another one. We see a lot of job seekers today that cannot send emails. They send you an email. They send you your CV. And all you can say is send for my BlackBerry device. No, no subject matter. And you see them forwarding an email that they have sent to all the recruitment firms in Nigeria with <laughs> yes. all the mail trails still there. They didn't even take the pain to clear it out and they still forward to the head of HR for CBN. <laughs> and all at the top is my CV. If everybody saves their CV as my CV, how many my CVs are we going to have? What Microsoft will begin to save it as my CV1, my, my CV2, two, my CV3. CV so I usually advise, save your CV it's as your name. name. It's easier. These are looking <laughs> funny, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. That's it. That's it. So, by the time you look at that, they'll be able to say, am I able to know what it takes to get a job? So your job your degree in the university is not totally equated to being employable. You need to know what it takes to get a job. Okay. Um, uh, on that note, uh, we're giving out. So welcome back. So how was that interview? I want to believe you enjoyed yourself. Uh, if you have questions to ask, um, please go to the show notes of this podcast episode shegwankede.com slash episode 48 and drop your comments and um, your questions and I will be very willing to um, attend to them. Don't forget also that you feel free to share this podcast episode with your friend on your social media profile because this is the podcast that is dedicated to taking you from point A to point B in your career journey. Thank you very much. See you next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Career and Employability Talk with Shegun Akiyode. To know more about Shegun Akiyode, follow his Twitter handle at Shegun Akiyode at S-E-G-U-N-A-K-I-O-D-E or visit his website www.shegunakiyode.com. See you next time.